Welcome. It's another week down, and we're back again at the Bob Jeswald Show. You know, what is what does it take to enhance a city, you know, beautify the city, so to speak? There's a beautiful person who's going to tell us about it tonight. And it's all about you getting involved in community. You know about the Bob Jeswald Show. If you give a little something back, you'll be surprised what the rewards will be on the other end. And we're going to learn all about it with my guest tonight. It's coming up next right here on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Welcome, everybody. Again, we have the beautiful director, Sharnay Ware. She's with the Keep Columbus Beautiful Commission out of Columbus, Georgia. These are around the whole U.S. of A. They're all over the place. And let's just welcome Sharnay. Sharnay, how are you? Good. You know, we're talking about great stuff to enhance the beautification of any city. And, and that's what you do. I mean, it's it's all about doing that. But you just can't do it yourself. you got to get a lot of people engaged to do this. And and tonight, when you talk about this, we're also going to talk about other cities across the USA that have similar programs. Uh, you guys have been around since 1986, and this allows people to not sit down on the couch or under fanny and say, hey, what, th- this looks terrible. What, what, can, what can you do to enhance your city? So, Charnay, tell us a little bit about yourself and how we can do just that. Awesome. Okay, so I am excited to be with you all this afternoon and one thing you can do is be a part of the change. That's what I start the conversation I with. Like I think it's a part of taking pride in your city um, because when you take pride in your city, you won't trash it. You will take responsibility to make sure it's green. And I think that's what Keep Columbus Beautiful is all about, teaching you different ways to be green, how you can do it at home, in your school, on your job, and even when you're shopping. There's all kinds of things you can do you know, in your community. So that's most importantly what Keep Columbus Beautiful is about, keeping our city a a place where you want to live. So that's most important. So that's what tonight's show is going to be about. We're going to really delve into that and hone in on how you can be part of that. And Sharna, you have that voice. You sound like you're already a broadcaster. You've done a little bit of, you dabble a little bit of radio, a little TV, and you're also somebody really special coming up and representing the state of Alabama. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do more than just the executive director of, of course, Keep Columbus Beautiful Commission, but you do so much more. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and we're going to dive right back into our topic tonight because we want to learn about you some more. So I am currently your Miss Alabama Earth, which goes right along with Keep Columbus Beautiful. Miss Earth organization is a environment where it's beauties for a cause. We do handle things like protection of wildlife, going over all across the nation to do green efforts, cleaning up areas. And it's also about like the different things going on around the world, the floods, the fires. So being Miss Alabama Earth gives me a voice beyond Keep Columbus Beautiful to kind of, you know, spread that love across states along with other pageant sisters. So I've been doing pageants for forever. So that may be where this voice comes from and talking to people. It just comes natural. Um, I think educating and being an advocate is something I've always come kind of pushed for. So being Miss Alabama Earth is is very exciting and getting to represent not only the state of Alabama, since we're kind of partnering cities, I get to represent you all at Miss Earth USA in January. So how fitting that is, how fitting that you would be part of that. And at the same time, you were a perfect fit for the executive director of this position, which we love having you. Last year was just a nightmare year, obviously, and we missed out on so many different yeah. things. But you were able to still we still were able to function a little bit, but what, where are we, where are we headed, and and how can we do things to really help out now? Because there's some we miss some areas there, but I'm but you've done some good things. So the good and the bad and the ugly. Tell us about that. So the good is that we can 
turn around things. We can make positive change. The bad is that the number one thing we're facing right now is food waste. And I think people have to understand the importance of, you know, it's more than recycling. It's more than littering. You have things like food waste. Composting is something we can do that's a small effort or even when it comes to buying our produce, we have to think about, you know, when we're eating a whole lot of chicken or a whole lot of beef, somewhere that has to be made. So I take, I try to convince people to take green days. So green days is where you be a part-time vegetarian, a part-time vegan. You know, you don't have to make it a lifestyle, but try it. Because if you take the time to kind of see okay, I'm making a small impact, but it's really making a large impact. So we have this thing that we call Think Local at Global. So when you think locally on things like that, like where does your produce come from? Are you buying natural? Are you trying to grow your own vegetables? Are you doing things that are plant safety? So I have what's called a plant-based diet. So I'm not a vegetarian. Oh, I'm so glad you just said that. (laughs) This is crazy. I I can run. I'm sorry. I got so excited when you said this. I can run down the hallway and get my little thing. I have a plant-based burger tonight. See? And, and even a pot pie that's You're not even... It's, it's faux, faux beef. Yeah. You're making a change. <laughs> Bob, you guys, he is this. taking the effort. Be the example. That's a perfect thing to do. And you, it may not be the, your thing. You may not be a plant burger person, but think about all the clothes and shoes you have. How sure. often do you actually donate them? That's what I ask people. You're right. You're right. It's not just, you know, it's not just recycling. It's upcycling, too. Like, okay. if you have a shirt, you don't like it no more. Can you make it into a dress? Can you make it into a skirt if for, from a girl's out there? Guys, you make him make a bracelet. It's just about closing that loop. That's, that's really what it's about. I never thought of it in terms like that. Isn't it funny how something like that, that is really creative? I love that idea. Yeah. I love that idea. And, in, in, you know, in these times, too, we're, we're you know, we're, we're in... You know, people are having tough times. So yeah. why not up your uh, your outfits by reutilizing, repurposing them? You know, now you see jeans, you buy them, they have holes in them. I remember years yeah. ago, we, they would be, we would put patches on them. <laughs> not anymore. Now we just, we, we make them with holes in them, which That's is unbelievable. Right. But but seriously, if you do have something, you, you can make something else out of it. Maybe you're outgrowing something, but if you cut the yeah. sleeves, they fit better on your arms or something. Make a, you know, smock Even or shoes. something. shoes. Shoes are... Keep Columbus Beautiful has an annual shoe campaign. Right. And so every year we tell people, if you're getting rid of some shoes, save them, hold on to them. And we actually donate those to third world countries. And so things like that, people don't often, you know, partner with green organizations like Keep Columbus Beautiful. But shoe donations are important to create jobs. So when we send those shoes out, it's also creating jobs and supplying shoes to people in those third world countries or developing countries. So... Do you see this in other cities, though? I mean, we have other commissions like this. Is it the same? Is it similar? Do you guys talk to one another? Is there like a national base that you're like, let's talk to Keep Columbus Beautiful LA? It's not Keep Columbus. Everything's got a Columbus in front of it. But Keep (laughs) LA Beautiful or Keep Atlanta Beautiful Commission or Keep Columbus, Ohio Beautiful, Keep Buffalo, New Orleans, wherever. Do they they do something similar like this, don't they? We all are kind of unique based on our location. Um, I'm not sure there's a whole lot of them that do the shoe recycling. We do have affiliate network coffee and convos, um, where we kind of talk about the different issues each city is facing. Um, I think for us, the, um, previous executive director, she started the shoe recycling as a fundraiser for KCB because not all of the affiliates are hybrids within the city. 
A lot of people get that confused. So we are oh, okay. a nonprofit, right. okay. but there are certain things that we do to also protect the city as far as helping with litter. Um, so that's where it kind of gets iffy. So some affiliates have different programs because of that, because mm-hmm. they're fully nonprofit. And then you have some that are fully city ran. So we do talk about um, kind of what we can do back to that think locally, act globally. Mm-hmm. We're all making a local impact, but it's affecting you know, globally, because we're all doing what we can at that level. Um, I think one of the most unique things another affiliate has is, um, I want to say, what did, it, it's a bee preservative. Like, they have okay. something where they do it mm-hmm. with the bees. That's their specific program, because in that area they have um, bee education. I think it's a bee city or something i have I to like go that. look it up because people are it's, planning it's, they need pollination going yeah. on and the bees we don't we don't want to destroy or kill bees in yeah. fact i think it's besides the fact it's not a good thing to do i think it there may be some local laws in that you're not allowed to destroy a honeybee i mean honeybees yeah. are to me one of the friendliest and best pollinators i mean there's other pollinators are. or fuzzy insects but but a bee is important to our gardening especially urban areas i notice it becomes a big thing even here in columbus a lot of folks are living in the city yeah. and they got these small gardens and are you know all organic or whatever they may be and they they have to have you have to have a hive somewhere or Right. So that could be that could be what it is, and I just it said is. B like three times in that sentence. <laughs> so I I find that to be fascinating. And what what else is kind of neat about this, especially with you, what you're saying, there are so many different cities out there, and they all have a specific niche. And and this here, we were very big. I know you're very big on recycling, and I've seen over the years, and I've been honored to volunteer and help or whatever I can do. You have there are a lot of other nonprofits here locally. Mm-hmm. There's like a Trees Columbus you know, that also works with you. You guys seem like, I picture you guys, you're like this umbrella and all these guys are all underneath you, even they're all independent, non, non-for-profit, but, but you all kind of work together. And right. I, I find you do a great job at that. It, what, what is the, what is really the method be behind that? And if other people want to find out about this inner city, how do they get involved? How do you get tapped in? So, We are glad to be partners with um, the different organizations. You have Chattahoochee River Conservancy, where their focus is mostly primarily on preserving the water, being that Chattahoochee River is one of our top sources for water. Um, And Trees Columbus, of course, a lot of people don't understand the importance of tree canopy. Um, so, so working with those organizations, like you said, it's like us being a big umbrella where we bring it all together and find a way to get the community involved. Um, we have different volunteer events like Arbor Day where we do partner with those organizations. We have Help the Hooch. So that's a time where we expand those partnerships and offer opportunities for people to get involved, volunteer. We have board positions that you can always reach out to your local council district. We have, I think, a couple of openings. So always check on the website, the Columbus, Georgia website, as well as the Keep Columbus Beautiful website. And we're always looking for hands to help us, you know, get the mission out, get the work done. And um, those partners just make things like that so much easier because we can't focus on everything. We're one organization, but we can help push the education out to others. So I want to give a shout out to Dorothy McDaniel at Trees Columbus. She loves you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We love each other. I think we make each other's jobs kind of like together. So I, I, I love working with that organization. But, you know, Sharnay, you you made a germane point there too, what you're saying, which I think is great, how, you know, you help one another out and you're doing all this, but especially when it comes to, you know, keeping these organizations solvent, everybody's got to kind of do their part a little bit and you help to kind of push that initiative, whatever it may be. 
whenever I'm engaged with it, it's so much you can learn from this. So I want people to know. I, I can speak from this because I've gone to your Arbor Days over the years. Um, you know, the one that we had the year yeah. that you were, you know, uh, com, you know, with the squirrel, squirrel. the squirrel part. was very funny. We had a nice little mascot squirrel <laughs> around trying to make an, you know, make a point there, which is good about our trees. But it's, it's something that when you do it, you're, you're we're getting educated and you hit on that point. The education of this is, right. is vital because without it, you know, people just look at it. It's just, just, oh, here we go. It's just one of those tree hugging people. I, I get that all the time from people and it doesn't yeah. matter where you are. This is not a political thing. This is your city makes it clean, everybody mm -hmm. has a stake in it, and you can't get into a, a situation thinking this is that way or the right. other. Get involved, and you make a difference. If you complain, I'm going to come at you, and I'm going to say, hey, you're not doing something good for your city. And I think one of the most important things that people don't really understand, and it's, it's a tough cookie, but green spaces reduce a lot of things like crime, and it helps prevent health issues. So when you have a greener city, you have mm -hmm. lower crime rates. You have better health because trees provide different things beyond just oxygen. It provides mental health. Mm -hmm. There is a study that the more time you spend in nature, the better your mental health. So us tree huggers, yes. you know, as they say, it's it's not just about, like you said, politics. It's about your health. It's about creating yeah. something for children to be able to live in. And trees prevent sound. They create shade. If you're hot, imagine if you didn't have any trees. Like, mm -hmm. you're just going to be hot. You right. have no canopy. That's, you have no shade. Like, right. they're, I think Trees Columbus uh, saying is throw, um, oh, throw, throw shade. Throw yeah. shade. Throw shade. Grow shade Grow or something. Grow shade yeah. instead of throw shade. Yeah, we're going to throw a little yeah, shade. Yeah, throw a little shade there. But yeah. So it's, it's more important to really educate yourself on, like I said, the different things beyond. We have to think it beyond what we think is green because green is everything. Green yeah. is in everything you do. So that's my take on it's it. A I love it, though. I mean, there's so many different things. So people physically can't help it. Let's say a clean up the hooch, and you guys are supporting that, or an RB day helping to plant a tree or getting some free seedlings. That, you know, you guys seem to all work with the other right. partners in that, which is nice. Um, I'm using it as an example of Department of Forestry, Chattahoochee River, which you made a comment. I mean, it's not only a recreational venue, but it's also our water, our water supply right. here and a little energy too. We get, um, you know, we have some dams upstream, which is, I know a lot of it has to do with flood control, but it also has a purpose as far as uh, giving us some energy. And, um, you know, it's the recreation part of it too, which is beautiful to see this. But when you see trash and a lot of times what happens, cause we're downstream from a huge metropolitan city, right. Atlanta, and, you know, even here locally, when you get high waters, it's it's just inevitable with a river like that. You're going to get a lot of trash that comes up and flows on there. And then we get these, you yeah. do these these projects or these these uh, nice Saturday events that engage mm -hmm. the community to come out, bring a bucket, we'll give some gloves, or maybe get it, some sticks with some pokers and get in there and let's help clean up the, the hooch. That's what we call it because Chattahoochee River, so it's our slang <laughs> hooch. And, you know, so come on down and do your part. If somebody can't do it physically and they're like, well, geez, I wish I can help. Is there any other way they can help? I mean, what other way can they yes. do to support you? So there's always several different ways. Number one, you can always donate to keep Columbus Beautiful. If you're not able to volunteer, we're always needing donations to keep these programs going. We have um, memberships where you can continue to 
give and that provides uh, resources for our education in the schools. It helps provide supplies for Help the Hooch. And then if you're unable to give, you can always, like I said, there's board positions. Um, being in the digital world, we have virtual meetings. Um, and the biggest thing for me lately has been the Peachy Clean Litter Signs and the campaign. Yeah, I, that's on your so, main page. I saw you have yes. to explain. P that's unique. That is a unique little thing. That's working with the state, though, right? Explain that. No, so it's that not. is actually. Okay, so I'm confused. Okay, good. I'm, let's clarify. Let's clarify. Let's bring let's, some joy. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, because I'm thinking this is a partnership with uh, like Atlanta and other cities, but this is not. This is unique. This good is feel. something I created in 2020 right I'm before COVID. I'm so sorry. This is your own proprietary. This is my your, baby. This is, this is your. Oh, I touched a nerve. I hit <laughs> no, a nerve. No. no, but it's a good thing. It's a good nerve. It's a peachy, peachy clean and green columbus is an anti-litter campaign for our city so mm -hmm. it's for us to take you know some initiative and a little excitement because it's fun colors it's a fun slogan so the thing with that is we want people to put that out there hey let's have a peachy clean columbus you know I when you think it. of peachy clean you're like oh yes that's we gotta be that's peachy who we clean. are we're the peach yes. states we're yeah. the peach state yeah and so I brought that initiative to Columbus. We have litter signs you can put in your yard, or if you have an area where you see people just throwing their Chick-fil-A out the window, put the sign there and see if they at least, you That's know, think pretty, about it. Don't get mad. Don't get angry. No road rage. Don't say, ah, that'd be the police. Put a sign out. That could be. They can send a subtle message. A subtle message. And then report them. If you have their tag number, report them. Because now we have a larger litter fine, and we want to make sure people take it seriously. So if you don't feel like paying $1,000, just use a free trash can. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay $1,000. Trash cans are free. I, you know, <laughs> trash, go figure, right? Trash can <clears throat> is free to throw away. Yeah may not be free to take it away, but it's free to throw it's it away. Free. It's not free to throw it out your window. Think about it like that. That's the mindset. I love it. I love it. So are these signs available that we can stake in We will be ordering some more. <coughs> Excuse me. So if you are interested in ordering, we definitely recommend you checking out our website. We'll have that information up for you to order a sign and get that placed in your area. For right. sure. I love it. I love how she says this. <laughs> that's that's just a great thing. What made you just think of this? Because I it is on it's prominent on your page. That's why I saw I go, I got I and I wanted to get to that, but I'm like, what what's up with that? I'm trying to remember what I was thinking. I kept seeing like peachy clean. You know, when you yeah. think of your mom telling you clean your room, <laughs> this room better be peachy clean when you know I get they, back. They do say that. And we're and they, Southerns, we we say bless your heart, yes. we say thank you. Yes. We say, so when I thought about it, I was like, I want to think about a mom shaming you for your room right. being dirty. So let's do peachy. Peachy Clean in Green Columbus. And I think it just grew from there. I had a digital designer work with us on the logo. Oh, good job. Um, so we, we were just so excited. Something colorful because once you look at something for so long, you kind of don't pay attention to it. Right. So, I'm from New York. Yeah. So what would New York use? What would their sign be? Huh? <laughs> what do you call? Busy day. Don't throw Busy it away. Busy day. Don't throw it away. There you go. <laughs> New Yorkers, whoever it may be. You know, this is this is something that can transcend Anyone listening to this podcast now with you, yeah. it's why, because the, the way you deliver it, it's it's so it's so good the way you deliver it. I love how you deliver it. And that's your, your pageant background too, I'm sure. You got that <laughs> that way about you. But it's it's why not? Can other people live in, you may, they may pick yeah. something up from Charnay here to get that little campaign going. Because let's face it, wherever you go, you see it. In the 70s, right. it was the Native American Indian. The tear. Yeah, tear coming down. And he, and he, I understood he was an actor. He wasn't even Native American. I found that out later. It just disappointed me as a child. Okay. But, but the pr the idea, the concept was there. Because you think of the, the Native Americans who are here, you know, how sad that is to sit there. Yeah. You're, this land is beautiful. And then also we come here and we're polluting it and throwing garbage out the window and being, you know, terrible people doing this. I, I'm very self-conscious that even if it's food, 
Yeah. Because people throw food out. No, is that just Smallest as bad? Smallest thing, even to yeah. bubble gum. Because if you throw the bubble gum out, you may think it's okay to throw this cup out. So <clears throat> That's where it all goes. Okay. We also have litter bags. Yeah. So if oh, you're okay. one of the people like me who your water bottle may sit in the cup holder for a couple of days mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. you throw it away. You have a litter bag <laughs> that has the Peachy Clean logo on it. You can toss your car trash in there. And when you get to your destination, just dump the bag and put the bag back in your car. Something is similar to that, like keeping a bag in your car for the stuff you know that you don't want to stay. I think that's also a message that anywhere you live, taking that small initiative that you can do, you know, even if it's cigarette butts, because that's the yeah, biggest that, thing that people litter. And they don't understand that mm-hmm. one cigarette butt can turn into a mountain. Mm-hmm. Like and start a fire, too. And start a fire. Yeah. And so I think those little changes, anywhere you stay, anywhere you live, any state, it's about, you know, taking that initiative. And if we need to put a trash can with a big old target on it. I got for it. you to throw That's it. That's right now. <laughs> Bullseye, Bullseye right there, yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. So, yeah. But, you know, um, owe me a bag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 goodie bag. We'll have a little goodie bags for folks. So when you do these things, you know, like anything else, I mean, mm-hmm. nonprofit, how do we how do we pay the bill? I mean, do you take, I mean, what about funding or people donating money? Is there, you know, mm-hmm. besides a volunteering aspect to it, where's the component when it comes to f- financing these things? Is this, is this hard for, you know, you've been doing this since 1986 in this local region. So how does that happen? And how do you yeah. get people to say, we need money, especially in. now. Yeah. We started as a full nonprofit. So back when we were first started, when we had our previous executive directors, it was fully nonprofit. Um, now that we're hybrid, we're still majority funded. Most of our programs, I will say, are funded through the nonprofit. So when we have things like Help the Hooch, when we have the shoe recycling campaign, okay. when we grow into the schools, we rely on donations to continue those programs. And so for us, it was a pretty hard year during COVID, but we were also able to manage because I was savvy in the tech world. But now that we're kind of moving back and you know going back, we're in need of those funds. And we have an annual golf tournament. That's one of our biggest fundraisers coming up in September, September 24th. And that's an opportunity for us to get those big dollars to keep the programs going because one of our biggest funded programs is Help the Hooch. We have over 2,000 volunteers, and each of those volunteers need gloves. So that's money that comes out of our nonprofit. So we're also always encouraging people to become members, not just donate, but become members because in that membership you're giving your money, but you're also giving your hands to donate um, so we are funded mostly nonprofit, but we are a part of the city where when we have recycling programs or if we need recycling education, sure. that's where that funding comes from to kind of do ads with the let's get rolling now sure. that we have the automated carts. So that's kind of a different it's it's the same, but it's not the same. Yes, it's interesting. It gets lost in translation sometimes. It, and people can be part of this too they can be part of maybe the one that's you know if it's not part of the you know city funding but when we get into the other part for like a golf tournament for example um here in the deep south we we have golf all year round i mean that's we we have that luxury but this gives somebody an idea maybe to do stuff that might be of interest in maybe it's a ski thing in a winter for somebody or even whatever it may be the golf tournament explain you know what what can we expect from this golf tournament coming up september so if only i knew a lot about how to play golf i I, I would get out there and i I putt putt yeah putt 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 -putt. let's do putt putt ready to do let's do a putt putt i think you and i can can, i take it seriously yeah it's good we i I think even your (laughs) one of your board members uh carlos williams has an office down the hall and he's got a little little 
ditch their putt putt little thing in his office. For the big league players, we have an awesome game set up every year. Um, This is our. It's been we've done it for a long time. I don't even want to spit the number out, but (laughs) it's going to be September twenty fourth from ten a.m. until one. There's food, drinks, beverages, everything. So you'll have where you can do different sponsorships. We have. From nine hundred dollars all the way to the lowest of one fifty as a as a team sponsor, beverage sponsor, birdie, um, double birdie, and through that we use the funds we get to put on help the hooch, and then do our shoe recycling. And we have coloring books that we've created. Um, to want my previous assistant and myself, we published a coloring book. So we're looking for funding to be able to provide a coloring book to each child. So that's what this golf tournament is about: funding those different things. Um, and if they're interested in playing golf, if you want to not putt-putt, but you right. want to play the big boy sport, they can always visit our website. So um, it's an exciting time. I think it's a good way to have an excuse to leave for work. You know, who wants to go to work? Yeah, you just come no, play golf. No, I, exactly. <laughs> this is not. It, this could be a lot of fun for anybody. And yeah. you, you'll take volunteers, right? Yeah. And there's, is there like to... Um, to vet those volunteers or to get people to come in, how does how does that work? How, how do I, and if there's other people listening that are on boards and trying to get get some idea to glean that information, how do we get you to get volunteers? You just show up the day of, or do we? Is we there a would, better way? Of doing we would it? like to always keep a record of our volunteers. You can just show up and say I'm here to volunteer, but we would love it if you go to our website. We have where you can sign up, either through Eventbrite or you can just go to. Um, the Keep Clum- if you search Keep Clums Beautiful on Google, that'll bring you to the website faster than trying to type all the forward slashes. Make sure you put so. GA in there because you'll, you'll get <laughs> Columbus, Columbus GA, Ohio. You'll get there's, Columbus, there's a Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. There's a Columbus, Mississippi. There's a, yeah. Please put Columbus, yeah. Georgia. There's a Las Vegas, Nevada. There's a Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Las, you know, everybody has a city name everywhere. <laughs> but no, that makes sense. Are you yeah. going to have the peachy clean? little in the coloring book in yep. there, maybe a page and I pictured already. Some cups. <laughs> You're going to have, there, it's going to be yeah. everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. I love it. I can't wait to see it. It'll be good. I, awesome. I promise you we'll deliver up some good weather for you. Please. We have to, Please. because Please. when that happens, <laughs> rain days, you know, that it, it never fails. Cause we had Arbor days, you know, here in the deep South, it's during our, you know, unfortunately during our yeah. severe weather season. So there's sometimes these events get canceled. It's always such a bummer. It is. How does that, how do we overcome that kind of stuff? That, I've just been curious about that. I always thought about that. When there's disruptive weather, it's so frustrating for non-for-profit because these are big days to it get is. not only educate, but potential maybe, you know, getting and some new people, uh, eyeballs on this. I would say COVID drive. has actually, that's one thing COVID has helped us in, is making sure we are forced to have those virtual options. So okay. now I think what I would encourage nonprofits to do is always have a virtual participation option. And that virtual participation can be for those who may not feel comfortable coming out, mm-hmm. but it also saves you on a rainy day um, because it gives people something to do. A lot of people don't know, but your smartphone, you can conduct a litter cleanup with your phone come and never now. have to come out. Oh, come you do have to on. still have your trash yes, bag. Yes, right, yes. But, but there's an app that Keep Columbus Beautiful has. It's called Literati. So oh, if you're going this. on a walk, I would love if you just happen to take your phone out. And if you have, we always put up new codes on Facebook and Instagram. So there's different codes. If you're out and you see a piece of litter, take a picture. The app tags where you are. It pings your location. And then if I go in, I can zoom and take a picture and I'll see the exact piece of trash. So if it's a Pepsi can, I'm going to see that Pepsi can. And if it was at Lake Bottom, I'm going to know you littered you at Lake Bottom. You are so, that is it's so. It's called Literati. That, so. that, is that Dylan? Dylan right here, 19-year-old director. <laughs> he, he makes this all happen. Dylan, is that is what do you think of that? 
That's a great Could you idea. see it from the yeah, reason I'm why? No, I'm a can't litter anymore. I'm kidding. Yeah, I can't no, no, litter. No, but the reason why I'm asking him, because, you know, I'm, you just made me pop out of my seat. You know, this is, to me, would be the thing to get the young ones. And we're educating them earlier. Yeah. They understand tech. Download this app today. Mm-hmm. Say it one yeah. more time. The app Literati. Literati. So don't forget it. Literati. Yeah, we'll put it, uh, for anyone watching on the website, we'll put it down below the uh, in the article page. And if you're listening, Good. I can't say this actually, but yeah. in the future, if you're listening on one of the platforms, yeah. uh, we'll try to put it in the description. Cool. Great. Awesome. There's other platforms Chris lives on, so this will be good. So now you can look, do a litter cleanup from your oh. house, from your walk. It's just it's oh, Wait, awesome what app. board member did this recently too? Now I got to say that. It's, um, oh gosh. White, white here, we're doing it. We were trying to, he was trying to cross, trying to send a reporter out, but they were moving from neighborhood to neighborhood. Oh, man. A couple months ago, oh, gosh, who was it? Um, it was one of your board members. They call, I do remember this, and, oh, gosh, my mind's like a sieve. But anyway, he, <laughs> but anyway, but I remember them calling, and we were trying to follow the people, and they had like a little, they were meeting up, mm-hmm. went to this neighborhood to the next one, but I love it. Literati. It's a it's a lifesaver, and it's so unique because you can see exactly where the litter is. So if you have a spot where in your neighborhood, like let's just say there's an illegal dumping site, because I think that's yeah. something Columbus is dealing with. So if you see a spot and it's illegal dumping, download yeah. Literati, take a quick picture of it, and we can see exactly those hot spots, and that can be something we take to council as a nonprofit and say, hey, we've identified these hot spots. Maybe this is the problem we're having with you know, illegal dumping. And then that's easier for us Mm -hmm. versus trying to find them. Right. And so that app is something that's been very helpful because we don't have eyes everywhere, but technology sometimes does. So I love how you say that is so true, but it's putting it to good use. That's, that's, that's a great takeaway. That's a good story. I'm excited about that. Literati. I'm I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) I think it's, it's smart. It makes sense. I mean, it's just good stuff. So have up to this point of literati, what, where, where have you found what has been one of the big scores, should I say? And I mean that, you know, a good score, meaning if somebody did something bad, but you guys were able to control it. Hmm. There has there been one recently? As far as when I looked in the app, there were a lot of food packaging in the area where someone conducted a Help the Hooch site, and that was near um, Lake Bottom. So they were over in this area, of course, and I think that's just from um, maybe some games that may have happened. But we oftentimes find a lot of cigarette butts and styrofoam cups. That's the worst. So it's that's been the hot spot that we found from literati maybe we should share those pictures so people can be shamed yeah i wish litter had a initials initials on it it. (laughs) trash tag i saw that lipstick i know who that is right that That looks like look at those teeth mark there i know they like the white. yes exactly there you go but when we when we look at that speaking of that we have to get rid of this stuff. At some point, it's got to go somewhere, right? That's right. So your commission and everybody else, when we start thinking of dump sites, we hear it all the time. There's certain things that are, are, are biodegradable, takes time. This particular cup here I'm reading is, I think it is an eco-friendly. It is a biodegradable is. cup. And you could tell by, I see the way you're eyeballing it right now. <laughs> you know your <laughs> biodegradable cups, don't you? But this, it says, this, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on here. Could I, I could talk about that, right? Let's say, yeah, Project Sunrise is something that's yeah. on this one here, it says, so. Um, and they're doing that. So that being said, you know, where are we on our, our dump site or waste? I mean, you don't think of that people every week we're collecting garbage, that trash. Are we filling up fast? What else? I know Oxbow Meadows. I just happen to know in South Columbus, Mm -hmm. South Lumpkin, it's great and functional now years after it's been capped and you see some of the methane gas 
uh, release sites and stuff like that up there, but it looks so pretty. It's all green because it's all waste right. under there. But what, what? when does it run out? Or do we ever, how do you do that? I mean, where does it all go? Well, the number one thing Keep Columbus Beautiful tries to do is preserving the landfill. Okay. So I think sometimes as small and simple as it may seem, but we think that trash just disappears. We have to remember that the more you use, the more this trash has to go somewhere. So if we opt out and use a reusable cup versus, you know, a biodegradable one, even if it's biodegradable, because sometimes it still ends up, you know, harming the environment. So I think preserving the landfill is number one. Um, when it comes to consumers, we have to do better with what we're buying. Um, I wish that, like, certain coffee places have used biodegradable straws now. There's mm. a benefit and there's a negative to that because your straw sometimes falls apart yeah. before you can finish it your drink. splits. I've noticed but that. at I've least you're, you know. Like nothing's coming out. Yeah. You just yeah. break it in half and have two straws. That's what it is. Okay. So. There you go. See, she looks. Yeah. <laughs> you is the glass half empty or is it half, half full? <laughs> and that's go. honestly, that's how yeah. we have to think about right. things as consumers when it comes to our landfill, when it comes to being green. I think that's most important. I, I liked the way you said that. That's good. That does make sense. Well, here, I'm starting already. I have the silver cup you here. Have Folks can identify. Cup. Yeah, there you go. They'd be happy to see it. Now, this one here, not, <laughs> not so, friendly. so friendly. Yeah, look at that right there. But um, so let's talk about engaging people. Yeah. It's always a strategy. I think with any kind of non nonprofit or people who like to give back, it's really hard to get people to, to get involved in these things. The great thing is, what becomes addicting once you do one or two of these things or become involved yeah. with the shoe drive or shoe recycling. And I've, I've done that just seeing just these shoes yeah. fill up and knowing that's going to go to someone who can't afford shoes. And we're not that's talking right. about don't throw out your ones. They have holes in your soles. Although <laughs> you, we, we gently beat these worn. gently worn. We like to say, because it, you got to think of your fellow neighbor and give it, what would you want that, you know, give it, there's plenty of stuff you're not using in yeah. your closet. We all know that. Um, right now, as we speak, or you said up was you, you said up cycle. I like mm -hmm. that up cycles of term used. And if it is something like that, what can we do to get these people? Because do you see the same people repeatedly come? Because I notice that sometimes it always seems to be those same yeah. people showing up at these events. That's thank God for them. <laughs> but what can we do to bring some new faces in? What's the what's the? It's mm. a conundrum, but yeah, at the same a time, good yeah. Question. Yeah, nice dump Charnay here today. Just think if you're on center stage in this <gasps> Alabama there and you're trying to go near recycle, she's trying to... <laughs> how would you answer recycled, that question? No. Everyone recycle. I think the biggest thing is making small talk. And that's, to me, I didn't learn or become aware of a lot of things until I became a part of this organization or became the executive director because just a lot of things I just didn't think about, like... Mm -hmm using a, a plastic bag. I know we all have plastic bag pillows probably somewhere under mm -hmm. our counters or mm -hmm. something, but it's having small talk with your kids at home, with your family members during Thanksgiving, during big holidays. Um, but to be engaged, it takes a mindset. It takes understanding that I am a part of the change. I think sometimes we think, oh, my little part isn't going to make a difference, but it is. Um, so your one small step can encourage someone else to do s the same thing. And I think when we have more of those conversations, if we understand, because I'm also a World Wildlife Fund Panda Ambassador. So with oh, that, okay. 
wildlife is also an important thing. So if you're an animal lover, that can mm-hmm. be your, your niche to climate change or um, protecting the environment. It's not always getting your hands dirty with planting a tree. It's my dog picking up my dog's poop. Because right, if sure. you're in the park, that's right. don't leave your dog's poop. Pick it up. And yeah. that's so a lot easy. of people don't think that that's a part of the environment, but it is. You see it more and more now. These bags mm-hmm. are so readily available. There's no excuse. I mean, yeah. I see them. You can just pull them out wherever you go, and, you know. Yeah. And they have them where you can take them on their leash. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. just making that small talk, understanding that we're all part of the change. And to be engaged with Keep Columbus Beautiful is to know that we're here, know that we're here to help, even if you can't make it to our event, maybe giving us a call and expressing your concerns about the area. And if you're not in the area, tell us what's going on then. I'd love to just have a conversation with you if you're from anywhere in the world because that's how we see change. We never know who's where. So yeah. We can't unplug. I mean, we think what this area of town it's not my area so why do i care it's right. going to affect everybody Everybody's somewhere fine. down the line because it does i mean it, it will affect you people it don't does. think same thing with you know crime we think well that's not my area i'm just going to move away and it's just going to stay there no it doesn't it it's travels. yeah we have to come together as a community and yeah. and work that way which is, is something that's not you know not easy to do yeah. your ability to you know, get up on stage you you have so many different talents here <laughs> And let's talk about this for a moment. I'm just not that we're getting away from off topic here, but because of who Sharnay is, I think people need to know a little bit more about you too in that regard. Because when you think about other young women, um, any anybody who can look up to you to see what you've done, you, you've done a lot. I never ask a woman your age, but I know you're a lot younger than me. But <laughs> I'm so in I'm my twenties. Okay, say okay. That. Well, you say okay. You, you you and you you carry yourself like you've been around for a long time. But I know you're young, and you're you're and so you're inspiring to a lot of young girls and young women and, and even adults and everybody else that's under the sun guys too, you Thank know? You. And, and so Thanks. what can it just learning from you and all the things you're involved in, how do you, how do you balance that? And it's kind of like, that's a great question. <clears throat> I mean, you're, because you see a lot of, you know, not everybody's wired like you or, yeah. and, and so, you know, how can you take a little piece of you, what you've done and maybe tell somebody, look, this is what I do in a day. You can't yeah. make a difference. <laughs> I say the biggest thing that's got me to focus because in order to do a lot of the things I've done, I'm still trying to do is I had to realign my focus. And so once you understand kind of what you're wanting to do, everything just kind of falls into place. I think for me, finding the balance is focusing on what's most important, focusing on what helps others, focusing on also what makes me happy, and what makes me happy is encouraging others. It's not always peachy clean. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have some mistakes to learn because right. I, I think one thing the biggest thing I could have done is keep going when I failed. Right. Um before I got this job, it was it was really just me trying to figure out what did I want to do? Do I want to stay in television? Do I want to go somewhere else? And then it popped up, and I think it couldn't have been better timing because now I have a newfound love for the environment. So I just have this saying that everything falls into place when your focus is right. Um, for me, I, being that I do so much, I have to also find balance in family and friends. Um and myself. So putting yourself first, putting the community second, because if you don't put yourself first, only now hear this correctly. Okay, okay. If you don't put yourself first, you can't help the community. 
So I have days where I have to unplug from Keep Columbus Beautiful, even if I'm not at work, because I still find myself picking okay. up litter. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I have to make sure that I'm in the best mental place to be able to take care of my community. So that's what I also try to encourage anyone out there making a change. Put yourself first, please, mentally. I think COVID taught us a lot about ourselves that we try to do so much and we get caught up in everything going on that we forget about ourselves. So oh, that's pretty profound. That's profound. And you are like old soul, you know, that, don't you? <laughs> like, this is good stuff. I but, mean, I need, I'm taking relates. away from this. I, I can it definitely relates. relate to that now so, what you're saying. And, and that's why when we talked about it earlier, the, yeah. the environment plays a part in your mental health. Just mm-hmm. take a moment to go on a nature walk. And if you still want to pick up litter, use the Literati app and yes, I love pick the, it up oh, while you know you're the taking the mental app is coming up. It, it's it's <laughs> getting downloaded right after this. <laughs> <laughs> while you take a mental break. Yes. But it's very important that you do spend some time with nature if, if that's what you choose to do. But make sure you're just taking care of yourself. I think that's been the best way I can do pageants can be your executive director, can be your community leader. I think that's what is most important. Identifying my focus is a big thing. Gosh, that's, 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 <laughs> I mean, you just hit the, you just knocked it out of the park. I mean, I, I feel that I, I get what you're saying. And, and I certainly can take that to heart because I, yeah. I have a tendency. I'm, I'm too tethered to this thing. Yeah. Just too tethered to it. Yeah. Toss it. Toss it. Now, you know what? Yeah. I got a new appreciation <laughs> for what you're saying on that and, and taking that. I mean, I hear it. I, my, my family can tell me that all the time. Dad, it's, I go, and here's my line. It's work, yeah. but it's work, but it's work, it's work, it's work. It's work. And even my, I'm not saying there's even my upper management people tell me I, I need to unplug too. It's hard. It's hard. So hard. Mm-hmm. Cause you feel like you, you still owe it to the people that are calling. I, I want to be available, but I can't, you know, but I'm, I'm am, but I'm stretching yeah. myself to the point where I'm like going to snap. But if you're unavailable, how are you going to help them if you're not in the best physical health or mental health? You I can't. like that. It makes you're sense. You're there, but you're not there. Yeah. So that makes sense. And when I was trying to get a hold of you today, I was getting worried. <laughs> I can't get a hold of Sharnay. I'm, I'm calling your board because I just want to make sure she's okay. I got, I got to have your back to her number. I was getting the other one. Yes. Yeah, so I keep just, one on vibrate. I promise they I won't call you all the time. <laughs> I just, but I, I just, that makes sense. No, but that, 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 you know, what you say is, is something that's, is an important takeaway. And this, this really, folks, you're listening. This applies to so many different entities and any kind of vocation you're you're in right now. Listening, that, that makes it whether you're a teacher, mm-hmm. any of these things. How yeah. can you give back? How can you be strong in what you're doing, despite how passionate you may be? If you yourself isn't giving, you're not giving a little bit more yeah. TLC to yourself first, so you can then give, give back, back to the cause. Yeah, that that, that yeah. makes God, it makes sense. It's so it it's so it's so it seems like come on. I'm sure Confucius said this at some point in the fifth <laughs> century BC, but I, I don't remember. I can't remember what it was. Yogi Bear, I said it all the time. Oh, yeah. yes. Come to come to a fork in a road, just take it. Or whatever. Oh, the yeah. other little sayings he had. But I I love that you you, you know I could say it now at your age that that you're doing all this stuff and you do it with a smile. You, you have such a pleasant, relaxed oh, demeanor and all this stuff. And we we haven't had a chance because we missed a whole year. But I'm what I like to see and, and hear from other people too. Is that what, you know, being in other cities, they may have different needs, like you said. They may right. have different types of funding, so therefore it may change the, the scape just a little bit what they're doing. Um, the biggest challenge here, and in our Chattahoochee, we'll say Chattahoochee Valley, here we go. But for people listening, what, what, do you, what is the toughest thing that you think out of the whole that you wish if you had a magic wand, I wish I can just fix this right now and get everything s- streamlining? What would you, would you say it is? If I had a magic wand locally? Yes. <clears throat> I would, taking from Charnay's perspective, 
I would make us a more millennial town. Okay. I think that goes into again. This is this is Charnay. This is not executive director of Keep Columbus Beautiful. My opinion is that if we had more opportunities, I think because when I grew up, we had so much to do. Yes. There was no time to get into anything right. negative. It was no time to, you know, it it was safe. And I think when you have a a city that's more catered to all ages, because be honest, we don't mm-hmm. really have a lot of things for people 25 and under or 30 and under or any age. So I think making sure we're keeping up with times as far as the resources, the jobs, um, crime prevention, it's, it's something that even with all hands on deck, if we don't make sure we're you know, catering to all communities, then it may just be a continuing cycle. I think for me, I would make our city more green and more, um, I guess, innovative a little bit. Mm. We, we're getting right, there. We, we're it's, getting there. It's a contagious job, and it's so, really just good. Like my motto city, I think, is uh, I love Orlando. They have okay. a great affiliate program. So, you know, there's a Keep Florida Beautiful. They have where they go out to the different um, murals around town, and they do, like, TikToks and stuff. But I would encourage my my peers to do that. Okay. And that's where my magic wand would come in to just take pride in their city, go out and take some videos. We have some awesome murals around town. Oh, I yeah. wish I could mm-hmm. take pictures. Yeah, we do. We, we, we do. But why, what, why can't you take any? Is it just because you're thinking it's Listen, out of your jurisdiction? Type on thing? a non-serious yes. note, for a female to take a picture, it's a lot of work. Yes. Oh, Bob, I'm gotta, sure you would do you great. Get, you you're, you are dressed. the picture. <laughs> 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 you are the picture every day. So but no, no matter what, yeah, but I hear you. I do. I think um, just being a pillar for positive change in different communities. I grew up in um, in the south end of town, and I think where it is now, I think we could do a little bit better keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. So um, that, to me, is something that's important, making sure everybody's community is clean and green, and peachy clean and green at that. I love it. So... Dylan, yeah. I got a Dylan. We've got a special announcement here. Here, if I'm going to make a prediction, you know, I prognosticate for a living. You know, weather. <laughs> I'm talking about weather. Of course, you don't have to be a hundred percent all the time. I see the future mayor, <laughs> Mayor Charnay Ware, someday. Can you hey, see it? Oh Lordy! I can mayor, see it. Mayor Charnay Land. No, no. It's interesting <laughs> when you say when you say millennial, and this is where I and help me a little bit too. You're not a millennial. Mm-hmm. Why did you say millennial? That's what I thought was interesting. Because they are actually a part of it, too. I think we're stealing a lot from their culture if you look at it on TikTok. So <laughs> if we're being honest, they're still yeah. popping, okay. they as are. they say. They're yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. So I think if we come together, the Gen Zs and the millennials yeah. and everybody, but I think it's we start to lose at that age. I think a lot of people come here, grow, develop, and then that age from what I've seen has, okay. has gone yeah. to different areas. And if we can keep them here we can keep them interested if we can keep them you know growing we can continue to grow but we don't want to be the city where we help you grow and leave we want to be the city where you can you know stay grow and help someone else grow thank you for um, saying that yeah that's and for it, sure it takes a lot to be honest about that but that's what it takes it takes being honest about the the things that we can improve on to become a better city and i think that's a harder conversation to have well, you know, you yeah. think of the river, and I'm glad you said because when I was your age, I'll say that years ago when I met my <laughs> wife here in this area, I was here, and um, like I said, at that time when I was here, you probably were a baby. <laughs> you were probably just a little baby down in South Columbus when we were just sitting there. But um, 
to know that this, it's kind of neat to think that when I was here, you were there and somebody was to tell me, you see that little girl over there, little Charnay, little baby Charnay, she's going to be <laughs> doing what she's doing today. Isn't it? It's why every, and I, I make that I'm being, you know, and being a little tongue in cheek here, but think about everybody's purpose, how that's important right. it, that, and that's, and you're the new generation and, and how we got to value that and, right. and retaining that since you have a stake here, you know? Yeah. No, you're over in Alabama running for your, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Yes, because we're partnering cities. cities. That's right. That's okay. right. But and we love Alabama. Trust <laughs> me, I'm a, I'm a roll tide Other fan. Other than I'll say football. That. Yeah, so they're in football. Oh, it must be the Georgia side of things. Yeah, it's you are. my Georgia side. Okay, there you go. It's okay. You're a dog. You, you don't have full red on, but I always say red and black. But we, but I got to tell you something that I think what, what you're saying is so important because when I was here back in the early 90s, I, I was already thinking about how I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. downtown was not anything like and, and there was a time that columbus georgia had an incredible downtown then it went through its area where it started going real low from yeah. out of the 60s and the 70s and just think business is leaving uh we're losing all the blue collar jobs textile mills yeah. are disappearing and before we started trying to figure out are we a little white collar here what are we doing and you know we have some great businesses here you know thesis we had at the time global payments now and then you have aflac of course and the family members that are still involved mm-hmm. and that are very generous in this community keep us strong fort benning georgia keeps us going yeah. but when i saw that riverwalk there was a little discussion of it when i had left there was just a little wee little piece that when we did the um river fest and i remember mm-hmm. it was down probably somewhere i think it might have been like trade center to south commons and that was it it was like this first yeah. little chunk in woodruff there were like big developers family here still today a lot of real estate but back in the days when they were playing this out many, many you know, decades before that this mm-hmm. was going to be a river, I mean, they foresaw this. It just felt like it's never going to happen. When is it going to happen? Whatever. And you come back and you can explore all these yeah. things. But I do know you said from 25 under, I'm trying to get my kids, like even if you take your kids on the river to enjoy the beautiful yeah. sights of Columbus, to engage, like you said, the nature. If it isn't just a nature walk, just getting on your river walk mm-hmm. and walking and taking your kids at a young age, they want to run on it. It becomes almost for all ages. And then you start yeah. seeing those skateboarders or people who are a lot, what are the other ones that they kind of, the one wheelers I call, or one, I forgot to call one wheel and they kind of motorize. So people got their dogs yeah. and the dogs like running really fast and they're like coming down the river and yeah. you see all this, which I couldn't even imagine it just going back 25 years ago. Yeah. And I'm back and, you know, 15 years back and you see a city revitalized like this. And I yeah. know like San Antonio, um, Texas and, you know, the chamber here brought, brought people in and out to try to get some ideas of those partnering cities and stuff. So why keep Columbus beautiful so yeah. important? These are the things you want to keep clean, keep them going. They look mm-hmm. nice because there's nothing more hurtful when you go down and you see a little graffiti here, a little bit, and you're like, yeah. oh, you know, but but this is the reality of any city we have to deal with. But that's true. We need people to be good aware. stewards, be yeah. aware and and just be like Charnay Ware, <laughs> be aware, <laughs> you know. And I think a lot of the, because college me didn't think, I wouldn't think like this when I was college me, because I went to school in Savannah, and so um, everyone, if you've visited Savannah, you know how beautiful it is, you know it's a tourist city. Um, I think being that they have a river area too is what really made me appreciate ours, because it's like, there's so much you can do, you know, and, and that's... That's one thing I encourage people to travel because when you travel, you can take a little piece of everything from everywhere and bring it back to home and, you know, expand different things like that. So 
I think we have a jewel. Well, we do. It's won awards, the Riverwalk has. Dragonfly Trails does a great job with keeping that up. So I think if you can get out on the river, they have market days. They really should move market days down to the river sometimes. You know what? That would be awesome. That's terrific. If I had a wish, that's what I would wish. You know what? (laughs) Well, you have a wish, but why can't you have to have a say as executive director or say something? Who who, who does market days? Wait, you got the ear of Uptown, probably. At Wolverton, maybe. And you can also have the air of the mayor. Yeah. You know, or somebody, or, you know, get a hold of the office. That'll be my project. Who would not listen to Charnay? That's, you know what? That's a terrific idea. And there's so many activities going on. Like this, when this podcast is here, wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this podcast, we, you know, during the year, there's also a Tri Columbus area that they do. It's called Tri Columbus GA. Dot com, but uh, Joanne Kogel is, is somebody, her husband's military, and they she came here years ago and, and brought an actual sanctioned triathlons here, mm. which is great. And this coming weekend, the, the at this time of Charnay and I talk, anybody listening, there's the Olympics going on. The Summer Olympics are going on during yeah. this, this podcast. And there there's an Olympic triathlon we do, literally like the Olympics have, you know, and but on a local scale here, and it's a lot of fun. And we utilize the river swimming it yeah. safely. You know, people get... It, in it again, you know, we want to get into all that, but people go, well, you don't have life jackets on. Well, we have, it's, it's sanctioned that Georgia power doesn't release all the heavy water flow. We have lifeguards in here. We have oh, wow. people that are in the water. There's, they're all taken care of yeah. under those conditions. We wouldn't advise anyone to get in a river and start swimming yourself. This is, no. these are athletes or people, but we have, but anyway, but it's a great thing for people mm-hmm. to get involved and be part of it. So the river being clean see the dragonfly trails, like you said, keeping right. the, the walk portion, people are running on that, mm-hmm. and they have market days on there. Come on, that, that how would cool be awesome. that would be! And they could do this in San Antonio. They could do this in any city. Listen, Oklahoma City's got a walk, river walk, and yes. you know, come on, the, the, you that might have triggered. Awesome. I, the, I like that. I think you go, go. You market days ideas. on the river walk. Yeah, I, nice. I think that's a, and it's got a good ring to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there we can have pamphlets down there. Keep Columbus beautiful. Educate people to walk by. I know you have your booths and stuff like that. Yeah. We do stuff like that, which would be fun. I'll come by. I'll give you a shout out anytime. And, you know, put <laughs> it put on there. Yeah, so you know that. So, no, I, I think, you know, those are the kind of things that kind of get people kind of engaged and it'd right. be kind of fun and exciting. I, th- I think that's a that's yeah. a wonderful thing. Good pictures and good fun and engagement. Right. I, I With the school, you know, you got Emory here doing, uh, you mm-hmm. know, medical school here and finishing. I mean, these are great ways to hopefully retain. I know one doctor that stayed in town. So maybe the, these things that you're talking about are starting to transcend a little bit. Keep yeah. people or if not keeping them, bring them in too. I mean, bring yes. the young, younger, uh, you know, yes. audiences. It's hard to imagine um, even where I'm at, you know, I can still say, you know, who, no one really retires anymore, you know, work until whatever, but yeah. until you can't, but I'm just saying there's still so much to do, but I start looking at all these people and I start thinking, oh my gosh, I remember when I was your age and I was looking yeah. at me and I'm like, I'm there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how I fast know. it goes by. And you are the it future, so but you are the future. Yeah. So we have to do that. It's hard sometimes because and you touched on something. I thought you were going to go there, but I was thinking just kind of older mentality. Mm-hmm. We have to get in with the new age. We, we, I get mm-hmm. it. You have to do it. I mean, even the local, you know, our uh, school board, you know, when they were talking about kids allowing him cell phones, I remember when that first came up as a topic in a yes. classroom. I was like, are you kidding me? But now you look at it, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's part of what's education, going on. You have yeah. to do part of education. I, there's a part of me that some of them are like, mm, I cringe, but they do a good job. Our educators, they put their phone in front of it's a test or something, but, but just understanding yeah. that the change is hard for a lot of people, It is, but it makes a city grow. 
It is. It's like the best example I had to learn is, you know, it's a way to come in someone's home and brush your feet off and get comfortable. That's that's the it's a it's a not literal, but it's something I think about. This is everyone's home. So everyone wants to have a say and everyone wants to make sure that you're not coming in and changing everything about their home. Sure. But we all have to find a piece of it to make it feel home to all of us. And I think that's the perspective that's kind of helped me be like, okay, what can I do that affects everyone that is going to still make it feel like their home, that's going to make someone else want to move in this home because it's about making those renovations to keep the house livable, to keep the house beautiful, to keep it clean, green, sustainable. You know, they're sustainable engineering. So it's, it's, it's just so much you have to think outside the box. Um, and old perspectives help, but I think when you add new perspectives to it, you, you would see positive change to everything. Um, you know, the new way we recycle, that helped so many different things because we don't have, you know, litter coming out of the trash cans as often. We still have some trial and error, but I think when you make change, you also have to understand there comes problems with it, mm-hmm. um, but it's about trial and error to fix those problems. So that's, I mean, it helps, but... <laughs> it does. It's different, but I, it's it's but it's 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 a, d- a different good, if I may say. It's yeah. and, and we have, we'll, we'll provide links on on this podcast below, you know, to your page and stuff like that, just so people can see some of these different ways of recycling or different ways of changing yeah. the way you do recycling, um, recycling programs. I know there's some. It seems like a lot of rural areas outside of the metropolitan cities mm-hmm. don't have the type of recycling programs. Yeah, I, taxes, lack of funds to try to do that, yeah. but they can bring, would you encourage anybody outside of that city limit to come on in to, to drop the recycles off or something? I mean, is that something we want to get into or is it, what can we do to, or do we, you know, is that, am I opening no. up a can of worms here? No. What, no. Okay. I would love to see their face. My office is located in our recycling center. You can always come out and take a tour of our awesome facility. Okay. You can view through the glass how your recycling is sorted and, and packaged. Um, if you would like to drop it off, we have several ways they can. Um, and if you're too far outside of our limits, check with your, your local area because there's always someone close by that should be able to take your items. I know um, some grocery stores have take backs for recycling, um, glass, paper, I mean, not paper, styrofoam. Publix has styrofoam because we can't take styrofoam at our facility. So I think making sure people are educated that some facilities can't take certain recyclables, okay. but you can always do your research to see who does. So for us, we do not take um, plastic bags. Okay. So a lot of people yes. get that confused. They mm-hmm. bag their recyclables. They throw their plastic bag pillowcases, as we call it's them. counterintuitive. We don't want to do that, folks. <laughs> yes, we're trying to get away from that. So they are recyclable, just not at our facility. Okay. So that's the biggest thing to understand when you're starting to bring your recyclables to the facility or, you know, trying to bring your own recycle, just making sure we're not contaminating the items that we are recycling. I never realized that. I mean, that's interesting you say it. When you say contaminating, like literally is there something, is it the way it gets processed? You don't want to put like a plastic bag and if it gets burned yeah. or melted, you don't want to... Honestly, how does that? That is the conversation to have. When you contaminate your one recycle, one contaminated recycle can damage the whole batch of it. So if we have one household that's dumping a whole lot of plastic bags, that's contaminating the load. 
Plastic bags, we have what's called the MRF, the manufacturer for your recyclables. Okay. So we have our MRF here in Columbus that processes your single stream recycling. And the machinery, sometimes when it has or operates with plastic, it, it you know, it can kind of mess up things. So we try to definitely promote no plastic bags, don't bag your recyclables, because the larger market is, of course, your cardboard, your paper, sure, your, yeah. your plastic bottles. Um, and we want to make sure those items are still good and usable, but our machine just cannot handle the plastic bags for one. Get all, I could picture getting all gum, getting all in there. Yeah, that would be horrible. Just going to envision yeah, that, the teeth grinding it up or whatever. It's wow. hard. And we're hopefully slowly getting back into um, recycling glass. That's one thing mm-hmm. that we had to. Um, the biggest thing to understand is that we always have to have somewhere to take these. And depending on your facility, depending on your location, um, there's just certain things that can't be taken until there is a process to get it out as well because it's like a circle. We get it from you, and someone else has to get it from so us. So when they say this is recycled, obviously, this will be, I'm being a little facetious, but I'm drinking out of <laughs> this, this same cup isn't going to get washed and used again. How, how does that paper, they grind it up, and, and it just gets reformed again? Or how bales. Do, yeah, bales. Mm-hmm. Okay, bales and bales, and they just put mm-hmm. it in, and then they... I guess they reprocess. How do you reprocess? I always, that's, I don't mean to throw a curve, but that's not your that area. Is, that is, I know. If you but come tour the facility. I'll come tour the facility. That's, Carl can th- tell you all about it. Guess what? It. We're going to do that because yes. you have those experts doing just that, which you are the expert at helping to keep Columbus beautiful yes. commission. We appreciate you so much. Charnay <laughs> Ware, what a great job you did today. You're, oh, you're amazing. I'm so glad. I feel I just got to know you even better in this one awesome. hour. All this time. It was, it was essential, necessary. And I love what you're doing. You're, awesome. you're great. You've got a great perspective, not only on life and yourself and what you do, how to get others to, to get involved. And Thank it makes you. perfect sense. I enjoyed today. It was awesome getting to talk with you. Good. Getting to know you. And Dude. one bad plastic bag can spoil the whole bunch, girl. Ooh, let's what, keep it peachy let's clean keep and it green. Let's keep it peachy clean and green with Charnay <laughs> Ware. There you go. <laughs> thank you, Charnay. Good job. And thank you at home for watching us uh, today and, and listening to the show any given time, whenever you feel like it. But don't forget, you can catch full episodes on WRBL.com. Yeah, every Wednesday, Charnay, at 7 Eastern Standard Time. And stay tuned for a big announcement. It's coming soon on where you can find and listen to the entire catalog of the Bob Jeswell Show with my wonderful guests like Charnay today. And uh, if you want, you can, uh, of course, tell me a little bit about where we're at. You want to hear about it? You ready? Well, let me tell you right now. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at WRBL and on Facebook at Bob Jeswell WRBL. There's Charnay looking at And don't forget about that app. What's that app again? I was again? just going to pull it up. Pull Literati. It. Literati. Don't forget about downloading Literati. Please, please. Well, <laughs> that'll do it for us tonight. We have all the connections you need right here. Right at the bottom, just click on them and you'll be connected right here with Keep Columbus Beautiful Commission with the beautiful Charnay Ware. And remember, always take it off thyself. And one way to do that is just to give back to community. Give back this way. This is a great way of doing it. Thank you, Charnay, for everything. That was great. Thank you.